This podcast is taken from the book, Godly Grit, Prepared to Stand, that will be available as a paperback and Kindle ebook on Amazon June the 1st, 2021. The audiobook should be available on Audible in the summer of 2021. We claim to live by faith, yet we live most of our lives as if we are part of a grand science experiment. We use our senses to gather data. We formulate a hypothesis, test, sample, and then proceed down a path we consider is the best and the safest. Now we can look at a chair and feel confident it will hold us. We apply the same formula and determine that some people are safe and others are dangerous. We consider this faith, but it is not faith. Confidence based on our senses may help us pick a secure chair, but it will not help with many of life's more significant issues. To be the person God designed you to be will take real faith and grit. What is faith? And why is it important? The Bible speaks a lot about faith. Hebrews 11, verse 1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. The Greek word for faith in this verse is pistis, and means persuasion, moral conviction, assurance, belief, faith, and fidelity. Faith is more than just intellectual belief in something. It is a conviction about the truth of something. Christian faith is a conviction about the truth of God, Christ, and God's Word. Faith in God is the confidence that He exists, is the creator of everything, and desires a relationship with humanity. Faith in Christ is the confidence that He is the Messiah, the Son of God, and through Him we have eternal salvation and a restored relationship with God the Father. Faith in His Word is the confidence that it is His inspired Word and that God is a keeper of His promises. Hebrews 11, verse 6 But without faith it is impossible to please Him. For he who comes to God must believe that He is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. We are genuinely content as people, only when we are pleasing God. Faith in God and his promises are necessary if we are to please him. Our familiarity with the word faith has caused it to lose much of its essential meaning. We give each other high fives and proclaim, keep the faith, when cheering for our favorite losing sports team. Faith in God is much more than a casual cliché. A better word may be aplomb. Aplomb is complete and confident composure because of a belief. Aplomb comes from the French word meaning straight up and down. It also means being incapable of being upset or agitated, not quickly excited, calm, or having undisturbed composure. Faith in God is our aplomb, our ability to remain confident and assured during trials. 
faith will show itself as quiet confidence amid crisis. If we are to stand and see our grit grow, we need this confident, unwavering faith. Ephesians 6, verse 16. In every battle, take faith as your wraparound shield, for it is able to extinguish the blazing arrows coming at you from the evil one. Our storehouse needs to be stocked with a faith that functions as a shield. At the time Paul wrote this passage, Roman soldiers would cover their shields with animal skins soaked in water before a battle. The wet skins would extinguish the flaming arrows that hit their shield. If you have found your God-given purpose and are using your voice to build His kingdom, you will face many flaming arrows. You will need to keep your shield of faith soaked with the water of His Word. Ephesians 5, verse 26. To make us holy and pure, cleansing us through the showering of the pure water of God's Word. The darts coming your way are filled with highly flammable contents of doubt, fear, worry, anxiety, isolation, powerlessness, insignificance, confusion, weariness, despair, arrogance, pain, and betrayal. The enemy uses these darts to weaken your defenses and prevent the fulfillment of God's plan for your life. Is your shield ready for battle? Where does your confidence lie? Are you confident that God exists, that He loves you, and that He is the creator and sustainer of all? Are you confident that Christ is your Savior? Are you confident in God's Word and His promises? Bible scholars tell us there are over 30,000 promises of God in the Bible. Let's soak our shield of faith in some of these promises to prepare for the darts that may come our way today. God has promised that He will never leave you and that He has sent you a comforter. Psalm 23, verse 4. Even when your path takes me through the valley of deepest darkness, fear will never conquer me, for you already have. Your authority is my strength and my peace. The comfort of your love takes away my fear. I'll never be lonely, for you are near. Matthew 28, verse 20. Teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Hebrews 13, verse 5. Don't be obsessed with money, but live content with what you have, for you always have God's presence. For He has promised you, I will never leave you, never, and I will not loosen my grip on your life. God will never abandon you or betray you. You may experience times of palpable isolation, betrayal, and loneliness, but God has not left you. God has promised that He will protect you. Isaiah 54, verse 17. No weapon formed against you shall prosper, and every tongue which rises against you in judgment you shall condemn. 
This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is from me, says the Lord. Psalm 121, verse 7 and 8. He will keep you from every form of evil or calamity as he continuously watches over you. You will be guarded by God himself. You will be safe when you leave your home and safely you will return. He will protect you now and he will protect you forevermore. As you face the fiery darts today, God will protect you. You have no reason for fear or intimidation. God has promised that he will be your strength. Psalm 28, verse 7. Yahweh is my strength and my wraparound shield. When I fully trust in you, help is on the way. I jump for joy and burst forth with ecstatic, passionate praise. I will sing songs of what you mean to me. Philippians 4, verse 13. I know what it means to lack, and I know what it means to experience overwhelming abundance. For I am trained in the secret of overcoming all things, whether in fullness or in hunger, and I find that the strength of Christ's explosive power infuses me to conquer every difficulty. The fiery darts are present to wear you down and exhaust you. In your times of exhaustion and weakness, God will be your strength. God has promised that when you cry out to Him, He will answer you. John 16, verse 24. Until now, you've not been bold enough to ask the Father for a single thing in my name. But now you can ask and keep on asking Him. And you can be assured that you will receive what you ask for and your joy will have no limits. Psalm 91, verse 15. I will answer your cry for help every time you pray, and you will feel my presence in your time of trouble. I will deliver you and bring you honor. God will answer you if you are close enough to hear his voice. Be calm and still and listen. God has promised he will provide for you. Philippians 4, verse 19. I am convinced that my God will fully satisfy every need you have. For I have seen the abundant riches of glory revealed to me through Jesus Christ. Psalm 34, verse 10. Even the strong and the wealthy grow weak and hungry, but those who passionately pursue the Lord will never lack any good thing. God has given and will continually provide you with all you need to be the person he created you to be. God has promised to give you peace. John 14, verse 27. I leave the gift of peace with you, my peace. Not the kind of fragile peace given by the world, but my perfect peace. Don't yield to fear or be troubled in your hearts. Instead, be courageous. Isaiah 26, verse 3. You will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. The only peace that is lasting comes from God. The enemy will do all he can 
to steal your peace. Rest in this promise of God's provision during times of uncertainty or crisis. God has promised He will always love you. 1 John 4.16 We have come into an intimate experience with God's love, and we trust in the love He has for us. God is love. Those who are living in love are living in God, and God lives through them. Isaiah 54, verse 10. For the mountains shall depart, and the hills be removed. But my kindness shall not depart from you, nor shall my covenant of peace be removed, says the Lord who has mercy on you. As unlovely as we all are, God still promises His eternal love. While living in northern Canada, we observed a unique event that only occurred about every three to four years. When the weather was perfect, meaning a week of average temperatures of minus 20, the lake would freeze over like a perfectly formed piece of glass. On one of those occasions, we arrived at the cabin on a bright, frigid night. The conditions would be perfect for limitless skating. As the temperatures dropped that night, the ice on the lake thickened and cracked with the sound of an aluminum baseball bat hitting a 45-gallon metal drum. The sound was terrifying. The following day, we tied up our skates and headed out onto the lake surface. The first emotion that hit when stepping onto the lake was fear. The lake was clear, clear enough to see fish swimming under the ice. We moved onto the surface with an anxious feeling until we noticed something that gave us confidence. Every hairline crack in the ice gave us a visual picture of the ice thickness and we could skate without anxiety. Faith is like that. From a distance, it produces fear and anxiety. But when we can see where God has come through for us in significant ways, like the cracks on the ice, it gives us the confidence to move ahead and not be held back by fear. Faith is real when you are standing on ice that looks like it will not support you. The antidote to fear is an active and living faith. How do we grow in this type of faith? The starting point is to ask yourself where your faith or trust is currently. Proverbs 28 verse 26 Self-confident know-it-alls will prove to be fools, but when you lean on the wisdom from above, you will have a way to escape the troubles of your own making. Faith in your abilities, knowledge, and wisdom will not get you far. It is necessary to recognize your need for more faith to make room for faith to grow in your life. You will want an ample supply of faith in your storehouse. Your faith will grow if you are first honest about where your current confidence is placed and then ask God for more faith. 1 Corinthians 2 verses 4 and 5 The message I preached and how I preached it was not an attempt to sway you with persuasive arguments, but to prove to you the almighty power of God's Holy Spirit. For God intended that your faith not be established on man's wisdom, but by trusting in His almighty power. Hebrews 12, verse 2 We look away from the natural realm, and we focus our attention and expectation onto Jesus, 
who birthed faith within us and who leads us forward into faith's perfection. His example is this. Because his heart was focused on the joy of knowing that you would be his, he endured the agony of the cross and conquered its humiliation, and now sits exalted at the right hand of the throne of God. If you ask in faith, he will grant you more faith. Our faith will show itself and strengthen by our actions. What do your actions say about your faith? James 2, verses 17 and 18. So then faith that doesn't involve action is phony. But someone might object and say, one person has faith and another person has works. Go ahead then and prove to me that you have faith without works and I will show you faith by my works as proof that I believe. As you put your faith into action, it will create more opportunities for your faith to grow. It was one thing to believe the ice would hold me. It is another to step onto the ice and begin to skate. It requires faith in action to express your God-given voice. Your faith will grow as you put God's word into your mind. You need to soak that shield of faith in his word frequently. Romans 10 verse 17. So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Take God's word with you everywhere and not just as an app on your phone. Place it in your mind and meditate on it continuously. Your faith will grow by observing the lives of others who walk in faith. The Bible contains many examples of people of faith. Read biographies of people of faith. Talk to seniors whose faith is real and inspiring. We would have had less initial fear stepping onto the ice if we had seen someone else standing there first. Your faith will grow if you pause to consider and record the cracks in the ice. By this I mean take time to record where God has fulfilled his promises. Recording these experiences will build your faith and be a legacy record of faith to others. When you are weary, he will give you strength. When you feel you have no might or ability to change, he will increase your power. If you are working or living to promote yourself, you will eventually fail. Let faith be the shield God designed it to be. Pick up your shield of faith and march forward with calm confidence. A shield is not effective when you are retreating. Keep that shield saturated in the water of God's word and his promises. Quench those fiery darts of doubt, discouragement, fear, anxiety, offense, and despair. There is a world out there in dire need of a demonstration of God's love and your voice. Fill your storehouse with faith.